Elon Musk's tenure as the CEO of Tesla has been a long and winding road full of ups and downs. In the latest development, a report by Bloomberg News, that Musk and his company are under investigation by the Justice Department is just the latest blow to one of Silicon Valley's biggest names. This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. Joining me today is Bloomberg News' Dana Hall, who covers Musk and his companies for Bloomberg News in San Francisco. Thanks for joining us, Dana. My pleasure. So he's one of pop culture's biggest stars. He's worth about $22 billion, according to the Billionaires uh, Index at Bloomberg. But who really is Elon Musk? What's his backstory? Well, he's a fascinating figure. He uh, was born and raised in South Africa, moved to Canada when he was 17, uh, went to Wharton, uh, went to Stanford, dropped out, started a company that ultimately merged Mm -hmm. with PayPal, uh, made millions of dollars when PayPal was sold to eBay, and then used that money to both found SpaceX, his rocket company, and and be an early investor in Tesla. (laughs) So, you know, he did more before he turned 30 than most of us do in a lifetime. And uh, today he's probably, you know, America's most recognized. CEO. So, I mean, you kind of labeled his resume there, and you know, he's the head of Tesla. He wants to send people to outer, sp- outer space. He's even selling flamethrowers now. What? How would you describe him as a businessman? Well, I think. I mean, I think what's what's the reason why he's fascinating to so many people is that he is disrupting not one but two very old industries simultaneously. He took on the auto industry with the first company that was dedicated fully to electric cars. He's taken on the aerospace industry by making the first fully reusable and recyclable rocket. And these are industries that have, you know, legacy supply chains and and a very kind of, you know, culture that has not changed that much. And he really came in and and really dusted things up. And now you're seeing everybody kind of follow him. You're seeing all the automakers are bringing out electric cars. Every company that makes a rocket is now saying that theirs is also reusable. And, you know, for all of his... You know, I don't want to say for all of, for all of the intrigue surrounding him this year and all of the drama. I mean, he has really changed both industries, mm. and there's very few people who are running two companies simultaneously. He's largely known for Tesla because Tesla is a publicly traded company, but SpaceX is a hugely significant player in the aerospace industry that could, should not, you know, that that is as important to Elon as Tesla is. So, how's he do it then? How does he run Tesla and SpaceX? How- well, I mean, a lot of people would, would say that he's, you know, that he that he's that he's doing too much, and that he's he's having a hard time running both companies at once. But you know, typically he splits his time between the two. I mean, he lives in Los Angeles. He commutes up to the Bay Area a couple days a week. Um, it just sort of depends what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a great COO and president at SpaceX and Gwen Shotwell. Uh, Tesla has been a little bit more time-consuming for him this year, given the ramp-up of the Model Three. But I mean, he's a highly mobile CEO who, you know, is on. Twitter all the time is always reachable by phone. I mean, he flies around the world. I mean, he, you know, he's he's running two companies, and he's not the first CEO who who has done this. I mean, Jobs probably the other big example when he was simultaneously running Apple and Pixar. So this rebel kind of persona that he's had, you know, juggling these companies, is that what just makes him such a cult figure? I think that he is a. Attra- I mean, I think that he is attractive to people because he is very. He is very frank and unscripted in, in, in kind of, you know, in a way that's refreshing hmm. to people. He feels authentic. I mean, if you listen to a Tesla earnings call, it's unlike any other <laughs> yeah. earnings call in the world. I mean, he, you know, and he is, he's funny. I mean, when he's in a good, when he's in a sort of ebullient, expansive mood, he's super, super funny. When he's cranky and tired, he will he will be that way. And, and he's uh, called out reporters before on when he's cranky and tired. Oh, yeah. And, and, and he's blown up an analyst. And, you know, when he gives a presentation, I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't feel, it never feels scripted. And, um, 
you know, he is an engineer, and and there, I think that there's a lot of you know people in the world who who see great great satisfaction in an engineer kind of rising to the fame that he has. Mm-hmm. He he's very he can get very technical very quickly, um, and he's cha- you know he's really I mean you know it's it sounds like a cliche oh he's trying to change the world but like he actually is and I think <laughs> the people who the people who work for him believe that wholeheartedly the clean energy mission of tesla is wildly attractive to people who you know and and even people who have left the company they will say in retrospect you know i'm glad i got out of there now i can like sleep and go to the gym and see my family and i have a much better work-life balance but i wouldn't trade the experience of working for Hmm. elon for the world it was the most exciting ride of my career and like there'll never be anything else like it so take us back to august 7th and the tweet that elon musk sent out that kind of got us where to we are today yeah so it was like a it was like a Tuesday morning. He tweeted, you know, thinking about taking Tesla private at 420 a share, funding secured. And that tweet followed a report that had been in the Financial Times about how the Saudi Arabian public investment fund was considering investing in Tesla. So the tweet came out, the stock soared, they had to halt trading. Mm. And then, but then it quickly became apparent that like, I mean, I think Elon was was very excited about the idea of Tesla going private, but that the funding wasn't actually secured. I mean, there was no term sheet, there was no real plan, and so now it's just sort of this big hot mess where, for about three weeks, everyone was trying to figure out like, okay, you know, how is this moving forward? Which banks are involved? Who are the investors? Like, how is this all going to work? And then, late on a Friday night, um, they, Tesla published a blog post where Elon basically said that he was pulling the plug on the idea mm-hmm. uh, because large investors didn't like it. So, you know, the SEC has started in inquiry. Yesterday, Bloomberg News broke that the Department of Justice is also looking into this. Um, you know, he's got a little bit of egg on his face. So, the DOJ is investigating him. You say he's got a little egg on his face, but then what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is potential securities fraud. I mean, you know, Elon has always had um, an axe to grind with the short sellers who, to be fair, are, you know, feel that the company is wildly overvalued and are convinced that he's a carnival barker and a, and a salesman, you know, master salesman and a showman, but that the company's books are a mess. And so um, he's been in this kind of running war with the short sellers about the company's valuation and, um, you know, has, has, had tweeted things about how he was going to burn the short sellers. And, and then, you know, when he he tweeted about going private. I mean, the stock soared, and yeah. and uh, and so there's there's several securities lawsuits now filed about that. And you know, the role of the SEC is to figure out like what exactly you know what kind of funding indication did he have when he sent that tweet? Why did he send mm-hmm. the tweet when he did? What did the board know? What did his team know? Um, I mean, it's still very early in the process, so I don't want to give the impression that like. You know he's about to be carted off to jail, but no. I mean it's it's just a hang on the it's a hangover on the stock that he's being investigated by both the SEC and the DOJ. And I mean, just, these are sort of parallel investigations, and it's another hangover in the stock in a PR nightmare kind of for him, which he has kind of a laundry list uh, you know recently of. Yeah, but I mean Elon, he's he's sort of always been this way. I mean he is not. You know, I mean, Elon is Tesla PR, right? I mean, he is the public face of the company. It's like Lee Iacocca with Chrysler. He is the lead pitchman. He engages with customers and detractors alike on Twitter, you know, all the time. He, you know, DMs and messages with journalists, which probably make, you know, the the, the small PR team that he does have roll their eyes. But, I mean, (laughs) he's going to be who he's going to be. And there's a lot of people who find that part of him to be you know frankly so pretty refreshing i mean whether it it's always helpful he just he just he doesn't operate with the filter that most executives do 
you know, and so a lot of executives don't juggle what he's been juggling, and so there have been calls to maybe adjust, um, you know, top of Tesla's leadership. What what does that look like? What what, what do people want to see there? Well, it's it's really interesting. So you know, Tesla's kind of in a bind. Musk is the chairman of the board. The CEO and the largest shareholder. There was a move this spring by some shareholders to sort of separate the role of chairman and COO, and that totally failed. <laughs> you know, so, so you know, investors had their chance to kind of, you know, separate his role, and that did not pass at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of calls for, you know, he really needs to get a COO in there, but the board has said that they're not actively looking for a COO. They're just always on the lookout for talent. Um, I mean, I think in the auto industry, the sense is that he really could use like a seasoned operator person to kind of run things on a daily basis but who would that person be and they would still have to, they would still have to report to Elon so mm-hmm. who would want to do that at this juncture um, you know and he's talked openly about you know lack of sleep and stress and all of yeah. that and I, I think people just want to Sleeping see at him the factory and stuff yeah people just want to see him sort of in a I mean, people who want to see the company succeed want to see him not be that stressed out. So if it's just kind of being Musk being Musk, I mean, what does a world look like without Elon Musk? Well, I think, I mean, you know, I guess I would say that he, I mean, he inspires a lot of people. And I mean, what I have always kind of maintained, which I think is interesting is, you know, America loves to have an iconoclastic business leader. And for a long time, it was Steve Jobs. And then Steve Jobs died. Mm. And Steve Jobs died right when Tesla was launching the Model S. So I certainly don't want to say that, like, Musk stepped into Jobs' shoes or that they're similar men in every way. But I mean, it's, it's very clear that, like, Steve Jobs passed away. And, you know, who was going to be the next person that everyone was going to be focused on in terms of their sense of design and their and their disruption and, and it's Elon and um, you know he has inspired a lot of people and there are you know there are I mean there are companies you know there, there are all kinds of companies now doing all kinds of amazing things with 3d printing rocket parts and you know electrification is now really a thing and you know I think that is that is due to his dro- that is largely, you know, credited to him and his drive and his kind of like, you know, willingness to kind of make a go of this. I think, you know, the world without him would be pretty, I mean, it would, it would, you know, it would be somewhat boring. I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) you know, people are riveted to the Tesla story and the SpaceX story because they've pulled things off that no one thought they would be able to achieve. Bloomberg's Dana Hall, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Make sure to follow Dana on Twitter. She's at Dana Hall, D-A-N-A-H-U-L-L. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head on over to iTunes and let me know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.